There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Jesse, I might be a psychopath. Might? <laughs> according, to this, according to a study, I went down a rabbit hole. It's kind of like when you have a cold and you get on WebMD, and next thing you know, you're like, I have a terminal illness. Oh, it's like, no, no, Anna, you just have a cold. And I keep trying to talk you out of these things. Okay, well, this is one of those things. Uh-huh. There was a study that found people who like bitter things have a good chance of being psychopaths. Uh-huh. Um, so here's an example of bitter things. And I, black coffee, drink it every day. I don't put creamer in my coffee. I love yeah. it black. Dark chocolate, oh. my favorite kind of chocolate. Do, what's your percentage, do you know? Of the dark chocolate? Yeah, like what number? Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to get into like <laughs> 98% or anything crazy. Does, um, there There's a definite drop off where you get to a certain percentage and I I think you're crazy if you eat it past that point. I do like it bitter, but yeah. And it's like, I'm that. a 94% kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, gin and tonics. Gin and tonics are my go-to drink. And I'm like, those are all my favorite things. I don't think I've ever had a gin and tonic. Are you kidding? Shocker. I love gin. And anytime I tell people that I love gin, they're like, what? Well, but but, but, but who likes gin then? Is it normally the guys? Like, I don't understand. Or is it or is it more of like a uh, like an old, like a like person like that's been drinking person, a while? Yeah. They're I just like, ah, I don't care about flavor anymore. Give me the gin. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, so, you, so you're a psychopath. So I'm a psychopath. They, but but listen to the personality traits. Because oh. tell me this is this I'm is already funny. convinced, but anyway. Well, they were like, uh, people who like these bitter things might have personality traits like narcissism and aggression. I don't have that. Aggression. You're aggressive <laughs> in the volume of your voice. I knew it. I was like, but I'm you're aggressive. not narcissistic. Okay, there we go. I'm, I'm more aggressive. narcissistic than you are. Are you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I don't I'll even be like better. that audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Rewind, reverse, delete. Huh. Whatever. Sometimes you just got to own it. We're both psycho. It's, it's, they, both of us have damage, <laughs> that's for sure. You know, Anna, I was really excited to talk about this new B105 Country Club. Yeah, me too. This, this little group that. It shows if you're a super fan of B105, yeah. and we both are, uh, because the reason I want to talk about it is not only uh, do you do listeners want to you know tell others that they love B105, but if we choose you to be a part of our country club, you get these very cool jerseys, high quality, almost like hockey looking jerseys. Yeah, they do look that way. They're super cool. They're, but, and you only get it if you're a country club member. Yeah, you sign up at B105.com every day. We will choose a new person to go into the country club. I mean, it really is a an honor. Yeah. However, it has been brought to my attention by Anna mm-hmm. that there is a descriptive paragraph. Go ahead and read this paragraph at B105.com. 
because I don't know who wrote it, but uh, we both, somebody took digs at both you and I, me. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. So they're like, hey, you want to join the B105 Country Club? If you can rattle off where Big Dave went on his last vacation, okay. where Stat can be found this week, yeah. what new food Ashley is trying? All good things. List the number of dates Anna has been on, oh. or if you've taken a position on whether or not Jesse is a jerk. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, Why? so, <laughs> so, whoever wrote this paragraph was like, I need one thing about Anna, and I need one thing about Jesse. And they decided to put, how many dates have you been like on? like, Anna, she's constantly going out with boys. What's the best thing Anna's known for? Always All dating. All the dates. Jesse. Hmm. He's a he's jerk. a jerk or not a jerk? Whoa. Yeah, I read through that and I'm like, I, I would love to know who came up with that little well, paraphrase. I would, Apparently I, Dave's a I'm vacationer. Gonna, I'm going to narrow this down to two people. I think it was either Ashley or... Somebody that's not on the radio, uh, and her name is Tisha. <laughs> One of Tisha's our out sick today. She's out she sick. She can't even so defend herself. She, so she does a lot of um, digital stuff behind the scenes. And I, I, I don't know. She might have written these things, but. Interesting. Uh, uh, I say we get to the bottom of this. Well, yeah, we're going to have to make a phone call. We're going to have to figure this out. But listen, sign up for our B105 Country Club. And uh, we'll uncover the dirt. But in the meantime, you can get yourself one of these cool jerseys. Sign up now at B105.com. Well, Jess, you might have just thrown $3,000 down the drain. Yeah, I know what uh, you're talking about. Aren't you going to Pompeii, Italy? Yeah, I'm going to Italy. Uh, <laughs> first international trip in who knows how long, six years. And I told Anna about it. Oh, this is great. I'm going to go to Naples. I'm not going to go to Sorrento. And then we're going to wrap up my little seven-day trip to Italy. In Pompeii. To- Which was the part you were most excited about. Yeah, history. I love history and <laughs> cultural heritage and all of these things. I'm like, this would be great. I'm going to tour the, Ro- the yeah, ruins well. of Pompeii. And my gosh, what happened there was tragic. So whenever that happened, I don't even know that much about Pompeii, but I was getting ready to learn. Me either. Well, I'm going to spend about, I don't know, what, how much is a museum ticket? Uh, 50 bucks? Not Go 10, see 000. it at the Cincinnati Museum Center. <laughs> yeah, I got an email today and I'm like, Cincinnati Museum Center? I love that they're doing this. And and I'm so, basically, they're bringing a Pompeii exhibit to the museum. 150 artifacts. 150 artifacts. On loan from Italy. They're bringing it, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're shipping them from Italy to the museum center. It's going to happen in February, I think. And February I'm like, 16th. And I, I hope it's there for a couple of months. I don't know how long it's going to be there. I didn't I'm dig not in. Sure. But I'll be honest, I was reading the email from the museum center, and I'm like, I have to close this email. I... I cannot be spoiled on Pompeii. It, I saw like a body in the photo. I'm Hell like, yeah. wait, wait, did they take that body from Pompeii? Like, will there be more? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm really, personally, I'm really excited because I love the museum center and the guy I've been dating, he hasn't been yet. Mm. And I was, I was just on their website yesterday looking for what exhibits and they're like, check back soon. And then I get online today oh, and I see great. Pompeii. I'm like, oh, this fantastic. Right after I booked my trip. What if they shipped the artifacts that you thought you were going to look at in Pompeii, and they're like, here it's... Watch me. Oh, no, no, no. Here, you're in here's, Italy. Yeah, I'm in Italy. I'm in Pompeii touring. They're like, they're like, uh, you know, it'd be like uh, the Frozen Man artifact currently on loan to the Cincinnati Museum Center. <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me. Just take a picture of the sign. Like, like really? Well. Really? I got to come back and go to that exhibit too, which I will. By the way, that is my plan. I'm going to go to the <laughs> Italy. The real Pompeii. And then I'm going to come back and fill in the gaps. There we go. All the other things. Uh, there we go. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. 
Right. Always about exposing the truth. That's what the truth jar is about. Somebody asked this about this the other night when we were at this uh, charity event up in up in uh, Sharonville at the yeah. Hayden and Crew Project charity event. Somebody's like, what's your truth jar going to be for next week? I'm like, well, we'll tell you on Tuesday. It's Anna's turn to answer a question out of the truth jar. We always take turns. Anna, here you go. All right. What is something small that you've started doing that makes you drastically happier? Oh. Waking up naturally. This is what I call it. I don't know. Oh, with no alarm? No alarm. Oh. Waking up when when my body's ready to wake up. This is a life-changing discovery. I In the past years, I just realized... When I wake up with an alarm, I feel a little sluggish throughout the day. I feel annoyed when I wake up. Well, that's because you don't like people telling well, you Well, something to do. disrupted me. I was sleeping peacefully and then it's, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. When I wake up naturally, I slowly get up. I don't feel so annoyed or sluggish getting out of bed. Here is um, where other people may sort of find this frustrating, though. It makes me happier, but not everyone else. Let's say it's a Saturday and my mom's like, Anna, let's get together on Saturday and there's nothing that we're doing that requires a set time. Mm. She just wants to hang out. Yeah. Here's what I always tell her and anyone else. I will be over, but I would like to wake up naturally. I would like to get ready, you know, slowly and peacefully. And then I'll tell you when I'm ready and I'll head over. <laughs> um, so my family expects this now. When I say I, I would like to wake up naturally and get ready peacefully. Uh-huh. They understand that means I'm not rushing around. I'll be there Boy, when I get you there. You sound like a diva. <laughs> I'd like to wake up. Uh, excuse me. I'd like to wake up naturally. I would like nobody to ask me about it in the morning. And uh, I will inform you when I will be there only after I've woken up naturally. <laughs> and, I, and I've had a chance to roam around my house naturally. <laughs> Because listen, and you might, you get this. I mean, I we're do. busy so much of my life. I like to be busy. I do. Yeah. But so much of my life is like uh, on this day, at this time, I got to be here. Then I got to go here and then I'll go here. And it's just every minute it feels like yeah. of my day is booked out. So when I have a day that there's nothing that needs to happen at a certain time, let me have my peace. Let me just, let me, let me have that. And my family is nice. pretty respectful of it. But occasionally they're like, no, we need you here at 10 a.m. But you know what? Yeah. I was going to say, you could probably settle on like 11 a.m. as a time you could tell people. When I worked nights. Maybe 12. Or noon. <laughs> Anyways. Whatever. Safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> when I worked 7 to midnight, I never, ever set an alarm for years. Unless I had to for some reason. Sure. And I dreaded setting it. And it wouldn't be anything crazy. It'd be like 9 a.m. But man, once you get used to not setting an alarm. It's nice. You get addicted to it. It's, it's very it's nice. Very, get some blackout curtains and you, you'd you be surprised how late you'll sleep. It's and nice. just the way that you wake up, you feel, you don't wake up annoyed. Yeah. I wake up cursing every morning because my mm, alarm. Not on those Saturdays. <laughs> not when I wake up Someone's naturally. waking up naturally. Go <laughs> brew that black coffee. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm -mm. And a yes or no question. Did you watch the Chiefs play the uh, Dolphins? No. Okay, well. Some people did, and they were very upset because the game was only on Peacock, the streaming service. Yeah. And I saw a lot of people complaining about this. They're like, oh, I already pay this much for cable and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, yeah, you pay for NFL games, but like Amazon Prime has its own exclusive games. And, you know, if you're paying to watch that, like what's what's the difference? Sure. It apparently didn't stop anybody. 
23 million people tuned in to watch the game on Peacock. It's the most streamed live event in U.S. history. It also oh. accounted for 30% of internet traffic. Oh, my gosh. So, That's I mean, crazy. It's like, what, six ninety nine or something for Peacock? I don't How know. many of those people signed up for free trials? Oh, yeah, that's all, that's all it was. But Or if, it, yeah, if you already had it, then you pay the six, because Peacock's like free, but if you want to watch certain oh, things, you have to pay the subscription. It always seems to be the things you want to watch, too. Of course. How's that work? Um, here's my thing. You want to talk football? Yeah. I don't care anymore. When I was learning football, it was for the Bengals. If the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl, I would have done the whole Peacock thing. I would be like, let's learn a lesson today. I don't care anymore. Oh, so you're out. I'm over. Here's what I'm doing. Moving forward, football, uh, who has cool colors? Who has a cool mascot? I'm resorting back to my old ways. The Bengals are out. I do not care anymore. We'll wait until next season. That's, sorry. Do you have any, uh, okay, having said that, have you made any picks of who you'd like to see continue going? What are do the you mascots? No, I don't even know who's in it. What about I the Lions? That sounds cool. I like Lions a lot. <laughs> um, what are their colors? Light blue. <laughs> light blue? Light and blue? they have Lions? Like, hmm. Yeah, and Eminem's a fan. Oh, okay. I'm Detroit. liking that. I, maybe I'm Detroit then. Mm. All right. We'll, just... well, congratulations on choosing a team. Detroit, who are you rooting for? I don't know. Kansas, Kansas City. City. I knew it. But I lived in Kansas City. That's fair. I have family that lives in Kansas City. That's fair. Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan ended up in a Dairy Queen drive-thru <laughs> the other day when their plane, uh, it was too cold for their plane to take off out of St. Louis, so they rented a car and drove it home. Oh, that is fun. This is them in the Dairy Queen drive-thru, Luke and Jason. All right, let me get just a regular cheeseburger with cheese and pickles only, um, fries, and a Coke to drink with that. You get me a number one with a Coke. <laughs> Sorry. I need a number one with a Coke. Listen, they're laughing. This is, Did the workers know it was them? I didn't watch that far into the video. Oh well, my they, they were live. There were like 11,000 people watching this as it was happening. I'm like, <laughs> this reminds me of when me and Anna went through the drive-thru. Oh, great. Uh, this is after a concert. Anna was uh, not sober, and uh, it's one of my favorite versions of Anna. I uh, call it drive-thru Anna. Oh, boy. We'll take a 20-piece nugget and a medium fry, please. Anything else? Yes. And can we get some ranch sauce? And some honey mustard sauce, and some barbecue sauce, oh. and a, a few hot sauces. Just oh some sauces. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, we're not done. Sorry. No, One can more we get thing. a couple more things? No, stop, Anna. Um, <laughs> could I just get um, a McChicken, please? Two McChickens, and that'll be it. I want a burger. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. We're not even done with that sauce. Anna, you ordered enough food for a family of eight. <laughs> I want a burger. Also, you had a conversation with a guy at the drive-thru window. Oh, boy. My name's Anna. Anna, it's nice to meet you. You're not going to tell me your name? Ty. Ty. Have a good night. Thanks, Ty. Bye, Ty. <laughs> I like Ty. Yeah. Okay. Like Mary Ty. Is he mysterious enough? Yeah, and you know what? It's crazy because there's not enough Ty's in <laughs> Did you know that? There's not enough Ty's. I didn't know that. <laughs> Oh, it's my favorite Classic. Anna. Drive through Anna. <sighs> yeah. It gets a little less embarrassing as time moves on. Now it's just funny to me. You know? Oh yeah, please don't <laughs> stop. I I mean <laughs> I enjoy it tremendously. Yeah. If you can overcome one fear or one phobia that you have, you may be able to overcome all of your fears and all of your phobias because of that. It's like a ripple effect. Oh. But this study in particular looked at two of my biggest fears spiders and heights. And commitment. And what, what, Jesse? Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs>
Okay, oh keep going. Oh, I wasn't oh ready I, for think, that. I think we found the okay. worst one. All right, all right. Uh, spiders and heights are my fears, Jesse. And this study looked at them yeah. and found that, yes, it's a ripple effect. So you got me all, yeah. you have me screwed up now. All right. Um, anyways, what they did was have somebody who was afraid of spiders sure. hang out with a bunch of spiders. Uh-huh. So they hung out with them. And as the time went on, they hung out with all these spiders all the time. It helped them slowly overcome their phobia. They're like, all right, I'm around these guys all the time. Nothing's happening. Yeah, that makes sense. I think sense. I'm over it. In the meantime, after this was over, they found that I'm also not really afraid of heights anymore. Yeah, that kind of makes sense too. It just makes you less afraid. And if you overcome one fear that you have, it makes you less afraid <laughs> As a human. Yeah, because if you, let's say spiders, is, which is a massive fear for you, if you get stuck in a room, you have no choice. After a while, you're like, all right, I haven't died yet. They haven't killed me yet. Then if you go on to like, I don't know, like the Eiffel Tower at Kings Island, even mm -hmm. though there's a cage around it, and normally it would <laughs> scare you. Now you're just like, listen, if I didn't die in a room of spiders, I'm fine. I can I'm go up here. It's almost like it gives you reassurance that, uh, that, uh, you, Life isn't out to get you. Yeah, or that you you are capable of overcoming. I told you that story okay. one time a couple of years ago when I had a snake put down my shirt. It was a face your fears yeah. thing. And it was awful. I screamed like a girl. I've got the scream somewhere, but I screamed so high. And then I they put it around my neck, down my shirt. And then within like two minutes, I was able to put my hands out and oh. hold the snake with no fear. Now... It went away. That fear resumed at some point. And the next time I had anything to do with snakes, the fear was completely back. But for that, like, split second, I could have picked the snake up, put it around my neck. You, I wasn't scared anymore. Because the worst had already happened. I just put myself in that situation. It's but then this past fall, when we put a tub around your head with a snake crawling around your head, the fear was back. Well, I think that, cause that, was, a, that was a new kind of scenario. Yeah, of like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not only, right. is it around my neck? It's, I can't get away from it. Like around everywhere I head, move my yeah. head, the snake followed me. Yeah. Not good. Well, I don't know. I've not had that experience with spiders mm. and I have no interest in just hanging out with a bunch of spiders. Oh, so I can come overcome. on. I don't care. You don't want to no. get over it? No, I'll just keep it. I <laughs> would love to watch that scenario play I'll out. keep the fear. Jesse is trying to make a new friend by the end of January. And so we have his best friend, Jamie, on the phone. Jamie, can you tell us what it takes to be Jesse's friend? I think the utmost important rule is you have to be very loyal. Oh. Do you have an example? Like loyalty. What? I got his back no matter what, you know, ride or die. Even when basically. he's wrong. Well, well, especially when he's wrong. Oh, he's never wrong. I forgot. Okay. Uh, years ago, Jamie, uh, he told me he stopped giving me advice on what to do because I stopped taking his advice. Oh. oh. And then he finally admitted, he goes, I stopped giving you advice because you never take my advice anymore. Okay. What's next? What else you got? Uh, next thing, of course, you know, with you guys being in, in the business that you're in, confidentiality. Oh, like, yeah. You don't go oh. flapping your gums about everything that Jesse is saying to you. Oh, well. Yeah, Anna, Anna, the look on Anna's face right now is like, wait a second. How, how do I get in those good graces? Because there are things that, there's a lot of things Anna doesn't know. But every now and then, one of our other, like, coworkers or somebody will, like, leak something to her. And Anna's like, why did I know that? It's like, mm -hmm. well, I don't tell everybody everything. And apparently, I'm just everybody. 
This is why Jesse struggles to make friends. I've been a good friend, but I'm not. He doesn't count Anna, me as a friend. I'm and I've only known you like well, a year and a half. Well, it Jamie, takes time to build loyalty. I'm just everybody. Interesting. Mm. Moving on, Jamie. What else does it take to be Jesse's friend? Uh, you have to be very patient. And by that, I mean, um, he has never met a bathroom he does not like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you'll be waiting a long time at bathrooms. A lot of, <laughs> lot of time spent waiting on Jesse to empty the bladder. I drink a lot of liquids. Okay. And you have to be patient with his decision-making sometimes. <sighs> okay, let me just go ahead and translate God, what my friend Jamie's that. saying here. I drink a lot of liquid, therefore I go to the bathroom a lot. Also, I get hangry, so if if I'm not carrying snacks, we have to stop somewhere and get, get me snacks. snacks. Oh, okay. Uh, it's basically those two things. Um, yeah. Also, no, Jamie, I also liked what you said about the time it takes for his decision-making. The decision He's got to look it up. Nothing's spontaneous. Is <laughs> no, that what you mean? No, no, no. Everything is planned. You uh, cannot. Spontaneous will really throw him off his game. All right. <laughs> this is this is great. No inviting him out at the last minute. He needs 48 hours to prepare. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you, you, you just, you can't spring something on him last minute. Well, this would explain why Jamie hasn't responded to my email about what our itinerary is for oh, here we go. Universal Studios. Here we go. I sent him a full I spent 20, 30 minutes researching flights and some options, and I sent it a week ago, and I have yet Jesse, to hear back. Jesse. A so week it, ago? I thought it was just Thursday or Friday. Oh, my gosh. Guys, mm. Jesse, we're trying to help you make friends. Oh, this sorry. is not Well, this helping. is the great... See, this is, see, this but, is patient. But remember, Jamie's loyal, so, I mean, he's figured out... Yeah, sometimes you got to go for a ride on the roller coaster. All right, who's interested? You want to be Jesse's friend after all that? Give us a call. 513-749-B105. Well, I have to talk about my Bumble BFF account. Uh, I've had a lot of uh, fellas say they want to hang out with me. And you do? Yeah, that's got to weed through the crazies. <laughs> Jesse, the guy I'm dating said he thinks I treat you like my servant. Wait, what? <laughs> he did? Yes. So I've only gone on like three dates with this guy. He was kind of joking. And uh, several times while we've gone out, I've mentioned like, oh, Jesse and I, we are going to do this for work. And don't worry, Jesse's driving me. Jesse's picking me up. Um, the Cyclones teddy bear toss. Mm. Jesse's getting my teddy bear. Mm. And Jesse, this There's Jesse a lot that. of Jesse helping me out, Jesse doing things for me. Uh-huh. Just in recent times. And it just so happens to be the stories I tell. And, the other day, he was like, wow, does Jesse just drive you around everywhere? I'm like, Well, you uh, know that is your goal in life is to have somebody drive you. Well, Hold on. Jesse, what? <laughs> so funny. This came up the other night. Uh, Anna, I know. Anna, um, well, now multiple people have noticed, and I was going to let this just slide, but I'd like to bring up the fact that I feel <sighs> like I've been driving you around a lot, and I'm not really getting anything in return. Jesse. And so what I propose to you. If you would continue to like my driving services, we can ride in the comfort of my truck, which is, I would say, considerably nicer than your car. It has mm -hmm. heated seats, which is nice this time mm -hmm. of year. Um, I am requesting a quarterly payment of, uh, you don't even have to pay me in cash. I will take a gift card. Jesse. Uh, I'm requesting every three months, a just a small amount, $25 on a gift card. No. 25 bucks. That's $100 a year. Um, and you can make it to wherever, Chipotle or maybe something like that. Or Starbucks. No. 
Every three months, just 25 bucks, and I will continue driving you around. Because before you cut me off here, I know you, you have a lot to say. I and you're do. putting your hands together, uh-huh. and you got that look on your face, the sassy look. Okay, go ahead. Who's finish. driving you down the Aronoff Center tonight? You didn't even ask me yet. <laughs> that means me. That means Wait, me. I didn't ask you. You didn't, though. but you knew I was going to drive you down. We're both, we're going to Beetlejuice tonight. We're not even going together. I'm, I'm Anna's sitting with Grover's wife. Oh, I, I had to I pay for a ticket in the upper deck. Wait, I'm still wait. driving you down. Well, okay. All right. Well, that's One nice example. of you to offer. Thank you. Um, I, I accept. Let me tell you this, though, Jesse. The reason I would say that you always end up driving everywhere we go, mm. number one, I drive an old 2007 Honda that's just hanging on by a hair. It it doesn't have much life left. And you always make fun of the car. And you've made several references and jokes that you don't want to get in the death trap. You don't want to get in the Honda. It's scary. This and first that. of all, it's first of all, it's not the car. It's, it's the driver. That <laughs> it brings me to my second <laughs> point. You don't like my driving. And any time, the few few times I have been the driver, mm-hmm. you are a backseat driver the whole time. You are making fun of my skills. You feel unsafe. This and that. So it feels like we've come to an unspoken agreement that you would be the driver anytime we have something to go to together. Correct? I think 25 bucks every three months is a yes, fair amount no for this service no. that's provided. You told me you wanted to marry a man that drives you around. <laughs> that is like literally what you need to put your Bumble profile. You want somebody that will drive. No, 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 no. My no. date doesn't know that yet. <laughs> well, let's call him. Let's tell him. Let's. Has he, does he check the box? Is he willing to be your chauffeur? He doesn't know yet. Oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> I want to know, 513-749-V105, what do you think? Do I deserve just a little, just a little payment every three months for the kindness of what I do? Or, People you think know what, I'm a jerk. you want me to drive us tonight? Hop in the Honda. Let's go for a I spin. don't even know if your headlights work. Maybe we'll make it, maybe we won't. I don't, Anna, it's Anna's only she never took driver's ed. She just waited till she was 18, and I'm like, I can tell. You see, you don't want me to be the driver. I don't. All right. It's okay. I'm cool driving. Yeah. 749B105. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Yeah. Call. Let's settle this debate tonight. Sure. Uh, what do you think? Uh, no. She's your friend. I have friends that I drive around all the time, and I don't ask them for anything. Mm. Wow. Thank you. Mm. I just thought you friends helped me. friends. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. You guys asked me up, though. I love it when you argue. That <laughs> is a very regular part of Isn't our show. That sweet. Okay. There's one right. in the uh, category for Anna. What do you think? I think that you're right, Jesse. You do need $100 a year because I have a 25-year-old that is a passenger princess like Anna. Oh, passenger, Anna, passenger princess. princess. Well, hold on a second. Mm. What's your name? <laughs> TJ. TJ. Hey, do not yeah. throw my friend TJ under the bus uh, here. I'm not. I, know what uh, you're TJ, about to do. I, I just want to ask you this, TJ. Jesse does not like my driving or my vehicle. So what, I mean, what's the other option here? Well, I mean, honestly, separate and go with the guy that doesn't know that you um, need somebody to show for you around and let him go. And he might be uncomfortable and be like, oh, yeah, I'll pick you up in my Honda. He might be the same way and say ride with me instead. I mean, Jesse's doing a pretty good deal there in He's a respectful, humble guy that just, yeah. you know, a little bit of gas money wouldn't hurt you. Definitely. Oh, I mean, oh, great. think about that. That's like, what? what? How much is a beer in the bar? Well, well, Anna, you just tell a me. couple I of beers. There you go. Around six or seven bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. What's <laughs> yeah. 25 so if you're you... already dropping 55? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Hey, exactly. Nice. And you're getting there safe and mm, clean cars. And you know I'm following all the rules work. of the road. Yeah, well. Yeah, and I even use cruise Absolutely. control, so it's a nice, smooth, comfortable all right. ride. I've had enough of this. Well, TJ, thanks, but no thanks. Thank you, TJ. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. We'll see ya. See ya. Bye. Okay, one for you, one for me. Right. I don't know. I have a feeling that people are going to line up and go, you know what? You want a comfortable, safe ride? Pay the piper. Pay the piper? <laughs> what is that? That's me. The driver? <laughs> Just need 25 bucks every three months. Small uh, price to pay for convenience, no. Anna. What do you think, buddy? Every time you take every time you take her somewhere, see what it would cost of then Ubered. Oh, that's... No, <laughs> this is... No. Oh, man. Anna, that's going to be for tonight to Aaron off and back. I think you're going to owe me like 35 bucks. No, 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 no. After five or six trips or wherever you take her. Come on, man. This is not how friendships work. Are you crazy? He is doing you such a favor for such a so inexpensive. How about this? I have a better idea. Anna? From now on, I won't charge you 25 bucks every three months. Wherever we go, you have to pay for parking. And if there is no parking fee, it's just a flat five bucks. I'll be driving the Honda. <laughs> oh, man. I thought I was going to make money. Now, you start walking. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, where are those yeah, bird right. scooters at? And, I'll scooter. And I won't even walk from her apartment to the radio station, which is like three blocks away. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You guys are a riot. Thank you, man. Right. Appreciate you calling. See ya. All right. I almost made a several hundred dollar mistake again over Ooh. the weekend, Anna. Uh, I was talking to Arling House, my Arling House Plumbing, Heating, and Air. They do all of my stuff at my house. And the other day, they were like, hey, don't make sure you take your garden hose off the side of your house. And I told them, I was like, you know what? Years ago, I forgot to do that. Yeah. And it was January. I went outside and I took the, the wrench or whatever to take the garden hose off and it broke off the spigot from the side of my house. It cost me 300 bucks for somebody to come fix it. It was like an emergency thing. So why do you have to take it off? Because water can freeze inside of the spigot in the hose and then it could like f- go into your inside of your house, freeze your pipes up and your pipes could burst. Oh. And then you have water all over the place. Okay. So- I do. I need to like make a reminder every year. Take your stupid garden hose off, Jesse. Like it's on the side of your house. I need to do it for like de- I don't know December first. Whenever I know yeah. I'm not going to need it anymore, and I always forget to January every single year. But and I you, got lucky. I took it off. Um, there was ice <gasps> at the end of the hose. I'm like Jesse. You were just telling me about because. I don't own a home, so I don't know about this stuff. I don't really care because I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, you were just telling me, though, on Friday before we left I know. Uh, for the weekend. This is how easy it is you for like, me to forget. Oh, i got to take my hose oh, off. Take my hose off. And I kind of ignore what? you when you say those things just because. Okay, let me <laughs> tell you something. I was like you at one point where I didn't know all these rules of owning a house. Yeah, if you don't have it, why would you? And do you know what teaches you the rules when you own a house? Expensive repair bills. Oof. And you're well. Apparently, it's not taught me very yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Because here we are, January again. It's like right up to the edge. So you just keep enjoying your apartment life. Oh, isn't it nice for you? <laughs> Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. My emotion today is I'm excited because I tonight I'm going to the Aronoff. I can't wait. So the movie Beetlejuice is crazy. It Anna has never seen the movie Beetlejuice yeah. before. Hold on, let me get the. Uh, yeah. uh, but that's happening tonight. Aronoff, it's, uh, I think it's award-winning. It's in town. This is opening night. And uh, Michael Keaton was in the movie. You know nothing about the movie, do you? Yeah, you actually lead me into my emotion, which is I'm feeling, like, intrigued 
because I know that this is a classic movie and I've never seen it. And it's the kind of movie where you tell people I've uh, never seen it. They're like, you've never seen Beetlejuice? What? Yeah. And I think it's crazy. I did. I meant to watch it this weekend so I could have some sort of idea, but I forgot. So uh, here we are. It'll be a new story to me. That might make it interesting in its own way, though. The fact that it's a, a brand new story yeah. in, a, in the form of a, a Broadway. So, I can't wait to hear your yeah. opinion of the Beetlejuice story after you've seen it. Only as a musical. And with no, I know nothing yeah. about it. I know what oh, the characters man. look like, like the Beetle, Michael Keaton. I know yeah. what he mm -hmm. looks like. That's about yeah. it. Wow. So, yeah, oh, I, I'm once, excited. Uh, also, I'd like to add another emotion. Uh, oh. Once again, <laughs> I'm feeling a little left out. Uh, I oh. <laughs> to, to be able to go tonight... Um, well, Anna got invited for free. Yes. She knows somebody who got a pair of tickets, so Anna gets to go mm -hmm. for free. I did not get invited to go for free. I had to purchase a ticket. Yeah. I purchased one solo ticket in the balcony oh. with the hopes that a couple of people I know that are going tonight will leave an intermission because they have to work early tomorrow morning. Yeah. And they'll say, hey, Jesse, do you want our seat in like the 13th <laughs> row? And I'll say, yes, I would. If not, I'm going to be stuck up in the balcony the whole time. Every broad, Cincy Broadway show that Everyone. Jesse's seen this season, he sees the first half way up high. <laughs> and then he sees the second half way up close. I've never sat close <laughs> the entire time. I'll get down to those closer rows. I go, oh, oh that's what that person's face looks I like. I know. You can't I tell know. from up top. We need to get you a friend that has a, a close pair of yeah, tickets. Yeah, like season passengers. Yeah. I'm like, hey. Yeah. All right. Anyway, if you're going to be at Aronoff tonight, for Beetlejuice, say hi. If not, uh, we'll give you well, we'll give you Anna's review tomorrow. What she thought about the story? Yeah, for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great night. We will talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from three to seven Eastern. Stream us at b105.com.